We are reflecting on Psalm 62. This is the third day. We have seen over and over again that David is repeating this idea that God is our rock. David is reminding himself of the stability of God and the idea that peace and contentment and rest comes from God. And he's saying this at a moment when people are trying to kill him. Uh, verse 9. Surely the, low, the lowborn are but a breath, the highborn are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they are nothing. Together, they are only a breath. So, very possibly, he is looking at those who are trying to kill him, and he's trying to remind himself that God is much bigger, much more powerful than they are. Um, human life is a vapor. We have no weight. Compared to God, you know, we are, our life is short. We have no power like God has power. Um, we get more of this. Verse 10, do not trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God. With you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. So I just want to step back from the psalm and say, I think there's two big ideas and I want to, I want to hammer at one of them today. Um, it's this idea that, that rest and restoration and peace uh, comes from God and God alone. So whether we have figured this out or not, what we are ultimately after um, in well-being, in contentment, in joy, and that comes from God. So we chase things, Whatever, right? People chase things. So the, you know, the cliches would be money or power or sex or a lower golf handicap or a bigger boat or a promotion or whatever. We chase things, but we chase these things not because we necessarily think they are ultimate in themselves, but we think they're going to bring us a sense of contentment or joy or peace, and that's what we're after. Given a choice between a million dollars or let's make it a hundred million dollars and misery or no money and contentment and peace, <laughs> only a fool would choose the money. Uh, now, what people think is, but it's the money or, again, the, the power or the sex or the, the bigger boat, right? Whatever, it's, it's, the, it's the, my reputation or it's the promotion or it's the status that's going to give me this joy and contentment. And what this psalm is saying from somebody who's, you know, pretty high up the pecking order, it's David, he's king, and he's saying, that's not the way it works. The Bible makes this point over and over. So we, we move from David to his son Solomon, who, of course, has all the wealth and, and, and all the, I mean, everything comes to Solomon, and he's the one that's going to write the book of Ecclesiastes, which ends with him saying, I have tried everything, right? I have sought contentment in every direction. I denied myself nothing. If I thought that it was going to make me happy or bring me joy, uh, I went after it. And I tried various things at various times in my life. Here is the way to the life that you want, right? And he says, fear God and keep his commandments. Paul will end his discussion uh, on money in his first letter to Timothy saying, what you're after, Timothy, is godliness with contentment, right? That's, that's where you want to pursue life. That's what you're after. It's not about the money. Uh, 
So um, what we're after, what we want, is the peace of God, the shalom of God. So if you're banking on anything other than God, like if you think the next promotion or you know, winning the tennis tournament or whatever it is that you think is going to make you content, those things are fleeting. The, the stability, the contentment, the peace, the, the ability to be the, the non-anxious person comes as we go deeper and deeper with the Lord. So ask yourself today, what am I really after? What am I banking on to bring me joy and contentment? Have a good day.